Welcome to the Dr. Nikki Star Show, a podcast to support you in your spiritual awakening and personal development. As a spiritual teacher, healer, and intuitive coach, my intention is to empower you to live your ultimate potential and your ultimate life. As a former medical doctor and mystic, my role is to bridge the gap between science and spirituality to support you in understanding more of your multidimensional aspects. I share on a diverse range of topics and it's all to support your greatest becoming. My mission is to continue reaching millions of people for the healing and awakening of humankind for the creation of the new earth. Thank you for being here. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dr. Nikki Star Show. I'm your host, Dr. Nikki Starr, and today is the first of two episodes that we will be talking about conscious sexuality. This week, we'll be talking about conscious sexuality, and next week will be about Tantra. And these topics really excite me because I feel this is something that we really need to bring to mainstream society because there's a lot of unconscious sexuality going on. And the truth is your sexual energy is so powerful that it can support your enlightenment, your manifestations, your creation, your overall health. And when not used appropriately, it can also affect us in a negative way. And so I'm going to share on more general conscious sexuality practices in this episode, and next week we'll talk more about Tantra and the function of Tantra and using sexuality for enlightenment. So it's very interesting, this topic of sexuality, because it's one of these things that just like our finances, it's kind of crazy that we don't get a good education of it in school. And just like nutrition too, like these are the things like what we eat, money given that it's pervading every aspect of our life and sexuality and that it's such a primal aspect and a need, a basic needs aspect for humans. It is a part of our biology on a physiologic level, but it's also a part of us energetically and spiritually as well. And when this engine of our sexuality is not being used appropriately, it can harm us. It can deplete our energy. Just like when used consciously, it can give us energy in the most beautiful way. And so today I want to talk about conscious sexuality. And firstly, you know, there's been a lot in the media around sexuality. For example, For a long time, there are certain stereotypes that existed about what's allowed for men, what's allowed for women. Then there was a lot of, you know, with sex in the city, there was a lot of liberation in the media around sexuality in general. And and that's a beautiful thing because for so long, religion tried to suppress humanity through saying that pleasure and sexuality is a bad thing. And it's not. 85% of our life force lives in our sexual energy center. So 
from a conscious sexuality perspective, if you are in a conscious, loving relationships where you respect each other and you're even in love is actually even better and you engage in sexual behavior, it's so good for your health. Where it can be harmful for your health is when you are being promiscuous and having a lot of random partners. And if you are a man, you're kind of like just ejaculating and not even thinking about it. Or if you are ejaculating to pornography, like all of this is a big depletion of energy if you're a male. If, If you're a female and you are going against your internal guidance system and you're similarly having sex with a lot of random partners and you don't really feel an energetic or emotional or spiritual or heart connection and you're also having all this sex but you're not orgasming and you're not really activating your pleasure it can be depleting for you and not good for your health And then on top of that, if you're engaging, you're at risk for many different types of diseases, whereas if you choose one partner. And so I'm a big fan of recommending to clients, to anyone I meet, to choose a conscious sexual partner, to not go around and mix your energy with a lot of different people, because from a spiritual perspective, When you are having sex with a lot of different people, you're exchanging energy and karma. So imagine if you're engaging with a lot of different people, you're mixing all of that energy. And if you're, you have multiple partners at, you know, that you're keeping in a rotation, then you are going to be exchanging all of that energy. So if someone is going through a challenging time, you take that on along if the other person is, the other person, the other person, and then here you are in this muddled soup of all of this mixed energy. And you're taking on the other person's energy. And when you are in your most potent, powerful state, you are fully present in your own energy 100%. So there's no one else's energy in your field. That can be harder to maintain if you have a lot of different sexual partners. Whereas if you have one in a conscious relationship, which I most recommend, but of course, if you're not in relationship, then you may find a friend with a benefit. Better to focus that energy and choose to be monogamous sexually with one person so that you, from a health perspective, you can trust that you are both clean in your energy and in your physicality that you're not at risk for going out and getting different venereal diseases, which you are at risk for based on your frequency always as well. And by choosing one person, you can maintain that energy easier. If you have had the agreement that you're monogamous with each other, you're just exchanging energy with each other and not every person that you're, the person that you sleep with sleeps with. And then every person that you sleep with, they it's just, like I said, this whole muddled soup of a lot of mixed energy. And it could have you feeling not good, not good about yourself, not good in general. And you're just not sure why. 
And it could be the exchange of energy that happens during sex because that's what happens. And you also create really strong karma with people when you engage sexually. Of course, if you are dating and you're on the path to see if this person is your beloved, at some point you will decide to engage and that's okay. But ideally, focus your energy. Choose one person at a time. Like You could circle date, which is when you date many different people. But if you do that, part of circle dating is not sleeping with everyone. You eventually decide to sleep with the person because you're going to choose to go to that next level with them. And from a spiritual perspective, it's my greatest recommendation. And of course, from a medical perspective, it is a great recommendation because also if it comes to pregnancy, et cetera, if you have many sexual partners, then it's just not, if you're a woman and it could just not be clear and it can get complicated. So I really invite people to engage consciously and what that also means is for men. I have a YouTube video on this. It's one of my most watched videos on YouTube, which is where I talk about the difference between orgasm and ejaculation. And we'll talk a little bit about this here because this is about conscious sexuality. And as we go deeper into Tantra, there'll be more. But for example, an ejaculation and an orgasm for men and women is different. So from a conscious sexuality standpoint, we want our energy to be optimized from our sexual experience, not to be depleted. So men lose life force from ejaculating semen. Because think about it, that's the energy that you create a baby from. So when you just let it go and you're letting it go multiple times a day or every day, this can be very depleting and create hormone imbalances in men. And oftentimes I've noticed where if your sexual energy is not being cultivated properly, that your hormones can be out of whack as well. And I feel that a lot of this depletion of testosterone that we see in men is because this energy is just spilled out and it's not paid attention to. So depending on your age, and so Mantak Chia, depending on what age you are, it's different times that you are meant to ejaculate. And we'll go into these details into the tantra, in the Tantra episode in more details. But one of my favorite teachers of Actually, I'll share that more in the next episode because they're they're very intertwined. But I want to kind of lay out the basics here, and then we'll go deeper in the next in the next episode because it's it's kind of too much to cover in one episode. So, be if you are a man that you find you have low energy levels, you're not that inspired, you're not a go getter, you're kind of like just feeling like you want to sit on the couch and watch TV. It could serve you not to ejaculate for some time. As a man through tantra practices, which we will talk about, you can learn to separate your orgasm and your ejaculation, which means you can still orgasm and have that pleasure without spilling the semen, which is where you lose your energy. For women, we lose our life force through our menstrual blood. 
And there are tantric practices that you can learn to absorb and reabsorb this energy. So almost like a natural birth control, you could choose to stop your period just through tantra practices. And for women, we actually gain energy with certain orgasms and lose energy with other orgasms. So women can have several different kinds of orgasms from clitoral to vaginal to cervical. And clitoral orgasms are similar to a man's ejaculation orgasm. So if you were going to use a vibrator or just have a climax from clitoral stimulation, you will lose energy. Whereas if you have penetration, and if you're able to have penetration without any clitoral stimulation, and you have an orgasm, you actually get energized. And penetration in general can be very energizing for women. So ladies, if you notice that you feel really tired, et cetera, you may be mindful to minimize your clitoral orgasms and just try to have vaginal ones or at least just enjoy sexual play through penetration because this will activate you. And of course, penetration of the cervix, which for some women can be very painful, that is the most energizing. And when you have a cervical orgasm, that's like a spiritual experience. And all of these types of orgasms are possible for all women. And there's included in the vaginal orgasms are the G-spot orgasms, for example. And pleasure is very energizing to both And conscious sexuality is also about the foreplay, what happens before penetration, and really that love and care and respect for the other person, which means conscious communication, which means engaging in a conversation before you engage with anyone. And even to the point of like, if this were to happen, if I were to get pregnant, if this, if that, both of you getting sexual Um, STD tested, these kinds of things to optimize trust in the space. And that trust then creates safety, which then allows for greater pleasure because then you're able to let your guards down, you're able to trust. And this creates a beautiful experience where your sexual energy only feeds you and your sexual practices with another only feeds you both. And this is why I'm such a big fan of conscious sexuality, especially for single people, because this is where you have opportunity to engage a lot. And of course, in couples, every couple has their own agreement, just as some people are in polyamorous relationships. It's really important to always, in in conscious sexuality, you're, you're communicating all the time what you like, what you don't like, what is allowed, what is not allowed. And this is an ongoing conversation. It doesn't have to be in the middle of when it's happening if you don't want to kill the mood, but you can have dedicated moments where you talk about your experiences, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to try, your fantasies, etc. And just engaging in that conscious communication is a big part of conscious sexuality. And another part of conscious sexuality that I really want to speak to is the environment. And this gets a bit into Tantra practice, but really creating environments where you both feel safe. And part of that foreplay time is 
to, you could just have, you know, what's traditionally called a booty call where you just meet someone to engage in that energy. And that's okay too. But part of what really opens the cervix for a woman, for example, is heart connection. So where you can create more moments to connect with your sexual partner. And obviously, if you're in a committed relationship, what creates even more pleasurable sex and more conscious sex with your partner is to have conscious moments of communication, as well as your date nights and time that you are really connecting outside of just the sexual space. So that means cuddling and talking and having intimate moments that don't include just penetration. And it's also about that connection during sex. So for example, conscious sexuality is just like, is not just closing your eyes and kind of doing this deed as if you're masturbating to the other person. It's really about connecting on a heart level, on an eye level, and and looking into each other's eyes is probably the most intimate. And of course, gets into Tantra, which we'll talk about next week. But having that time where you're fully present with another person, you create a beautiful space, even if you schedule it. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, what's the fun in that? But if we get busy, sometimes we don't. And if we really want to have a great experience, making that an important time, a time that you put in your calendar and you don't schedule anything else, you turn your phones on airplane mode and you focus on each other and you really allow for it to be a beautiful experience. And I'm such a fan of creating that and creating that also if you are dating, but especially if you're in a relationship, because the heart is involved. And the what's interesting about men and women is that men have a tendency to have more of their energy in their sexual energy center, and women have more of a tendency to have their energy in their heart center. And that's why men and women are like yin and yang for each other. And if you are in a homosexual relationship, there is a person that's more in the feminine energy and more in the masculine energy, and that's what creates that opposites attract and that yin and yang experience. So having more sex is what gives you the drive to have more. So the antidote of not having a sex drive is to just have more sex. And not in all cases, but... It can be where a woman has a stronger sex drive than a man, and oftentimes age determines that. So men tend to be more sexually um, enlivened when they're first going through puberty, when they're in their late teens, 20s, like they are going, you know, they are just bursting with hormones. And women are more in their sexual prime in their late 20s and 30s and sometimes even into 40s because a lot of the taboos in society have been let go of. And this is not true for everyone, of course. These are just statistics, right? But then a woman starts to explore herself more. And a lot of what kills conscious sexuality is pornography. 
Um, because there's not much foreplay in pornography. There's a lot of this like kind of penetration, the angles that they do. And then, you know, children watch this and then this is their idea of what sex is. And it's, it's not that at all. And other things are also beautiful sex, right? Like not, and there's all kinds of pornography, of course. So in my opinion, to have a life with conscious sexuality, I recommend no pornography at all. Not for anyone, not for the man, not for the woman. Because this is the number one killer of a lot of people's sex lives. It's also a number one creator of erectile dysfunction. And a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of people don't realize that pornography is hurting connection and sexual connection between couples because what is being shown on pornography is oftentimes not pleasurable to most women. And then women have to endure what men think is sex because they're seeing this in the pornography. And again, I'm speaking man, woman, as if there's heterosexual relationship. But of course, if you are in a homosexual relationship, I just invite you to adopt whether you feel more feminine or masculine. And what I feel is it is hurting our culture. Pornography is the number one entity that sucks energy and life force from humanity. And this is why a lot of people aren't even engaging in relationships or sexual connection because they rather just masturbate to, to something on the screen. And when they do actually have an opportunity to engage, it's not in a connected way because there's this ideal or image in the mind that is supposed to be like that. Whereas there are many flavors of sexuality and sexual preferences, and pornography can actually create a distorted sense of preference and create fetishes, et cetera, that may not serve the couple or the person or any relationship dynamics that they enter into. So the way I can describe it is if you are watching pornography, and let's say the flavor is something like Rocky Road. So without getting so graphic, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's quite intense. Maybe there's some fetish in there. It's anything other than vanilla. And so someone who is watching this Rocky Road kind of porn, let's say if we're talking about flavors of ice cream, right? Their nervous system, their mental images, what, what it takes for them to get off, to have an orgasm, to feel that sexual delight and pleasure is so far away from the spectrum of something vanilla, something quite simple and soft, but also that can bring a lot of pleasure and connection. So then when that person who is watching Rocky Road pornography goes to engage with a human and they have a more vanilla experience, they're not able to get sexually aroused because it's not enough. And another way we can see this is it's almost like we have to resensitize the nervous system because it gets desensitized when it watches kind of extreme situations or things that are far from reality. And so then when you're put into a reality situation, it's not enough. And so you can imagine like if you were to rub, so if you're watching the video episode of the podcast I'm demonstrating to you, but imagine if you were to rub your hand and you keep rubbing your hand over and over and over and over again, eventually you get numb. 
And so this is an aspect of how we desensitize when we kind of like do something over and over and it's kind of, it kind of gets boring, for example. But then let's say if you were to put like um, something very hot on, right? And you, you put it on your skin and so you feel, you feel that, but eventually the nervous system escalates to that as being the norm. So then if you go back to a regular temperature, it's like numb. You can't even feel it. And this is, our nerves do this. It's a form of homeostasis. So based on the environment around us, the body regulates in a new way based on what it thinks the norm is. And we as humans go through homeostasis all the time, but it happens in sexuality too. And so the number one thing, if you're wanting to engage and create more conscious sexuality in your relationship, or you want to meet other people that are more conscious when it comes to sexual energy connection and sexual energy um, engagements, my recommendation is you begin first. And so what that means is I recommend a diet. (laughs) Your prescription is to clear out any pornography in your life because it is killing relationships and it is killing beautiful pleasure and sexual connection that can be had. I also recommend that you not engage in just casual sex with just anyone, that it be someone that you are dating, that it be someone you enter into a relationship, or it can be a friend with benefits. I also recommend that you choose healthy habits where you start to love yourself and engage in conscious sexual energy exchange with yourself. And what that can look like is just like self-massage, touch yourself the way you want to be touched. If you do choose to self-pleasure, do it in a way as if how you would like to experience the environment the experience as if it was with another person. So start to love yourself the way you want another person to love you. And you can do this if you're in relationship or single. Of course, if you're in relationship, I invite you to do these practices together. So if you both are watching pornography separately or together to stop that and really start to turn the focus in towards each other, as well as to choose to engage with each other in a conscious way, have a moment for conscious communication, what you like, what you don't like, what you're going to try, and really start to set the stage for beautiful, pleasurable experiences. The other thing that I really recommend that I'm going to share with you in the bonus content is to do some kind of ritual or practice or ceremony or something where you energetically release past lovers in your life so you can clear out all of that energy of other people. And you can really start to optimize your energy field so you can call in a match or so that you and your partner can connect more deeply, more consciously together on a sexual level, but that's going to translate on a heart level and into all aspects of your life for a more fulfilling relationship. And so with that, I send you so much love. Thank you for doing this great work. If you're wanting to go deeper in love and relationships, I have many of my relationship offers from ultimate relationships to the love and relationship coaching package. There's also abundance codes, love, 
Ascension Codes The Lovers, which is more tantric practices, as well as Ascension Code Love. And all of those are a great place to start to create more conscious sexuality in your life. And otherwise, I will see you inside the bonus content. You can see below in the comment section for all the links. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dr. Nikki Star Show. Please like this podcast and share it with anyone you feel would benefit. Subscribe to the podcast to receive bonus content. And remember, every Monday, the video version goes live on my YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being on the Ascension Path with me and for doing this great work.